parents, are you looking for an informative, encouraging, and engaging resource for your teen daughter? Check out the new and improved Brio Magazine from Focus on the Family. Almost double the original size in a book-like format, this trusted, biblically-based magazine provides teen girls with inspiring stories, fashion advice, cultural insights, and positive role models. Help your teen girl live out her faith. Subscribe at BrioMagazine.com. That's BrioMagazine.com. Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. You can find more helpful advice at FocusOnTheFamily.com slash Parenting Podcast. Okay, newsflash, it is not the end of the world if your child likes a certain unflattering haircut or listens to... Um, electronic music that drives you crazy. These are not the big battles that you want to have a fight over. Uh, I'm John Fuller, along with Danny Huerta, who heads up our parenting and youth department here at Focus on the Family. And we're going to talk a little bit more about some of the battles that you do want to pick with your teen. We'll start by hearing a conversation uh, featuring Dr. David Clark. He's an author and licensed psychologist. And he talked with Focus President Jim Daly and me about um, responding to teenage rebellion. Let me ask you, you mentioned something I'm sure some caught and may have even flinched uh, when it comes to a teenager needing to rebel or a child needing to rebel mm-hmm. for them to find out who they are and discover. Unpack that a little bit because I, the prodigal story is probably a good example of that. But describe why that's important again for disconnection because most parents, we would want our child to just be perfect. You know, they get great grades. They're polite. They always go to the functions we want them to go to without complaining. And they just, you know, they toe the line. It's not going to be like that typically. And maybe uh-huh. if it is like that, you're you're maybe setting up for something down the road that's far worse. But right. why is appropriate rebellion something that a parent should should actually encourage? Well, it gets it out of their system. If you accept my premise, and you should. Because I know what I'm talking about. They have to rebel. There is no avoidance of rebellion. We want to keep the rebellion because that leads to developing who they are, uh, respecting other people, their own identity, and breaking away from you and becoming their own person and who they are. So if that's true, we allow it in the minor areas, the state of their room what their hair looks like, the clothes they wear, again, within reason, uh, not forcing them to eat to eat certain foods that everybody hates. I've always hated spinach. I will until the day I die. My mother said, you know what? He doesn't like spinach. No big deal. I'll eat it. I love spinach. Do you? Oh, yes. my goodness. I used to eat everybody's spinach in elementary oh. school. <laughs> Man, that's healthy. Plates of that's it. That's how you oh, get so horrible. big and strong. That's it. Almost surpassed by lima beans. I just don't like them. They (laughs) taste like sawdust. Not going to go there. So if you allow that, see if you, and I've seen this a million times, not in my own kids, thank God, because we allow them to rebel. But with many parents, if you win those minor battles and you can win them, they're going to rebel in the major areas. Drugs, sex, lying, uh, breaking the law, hanging out with scumball kids. It's got to go somewhere. So we just channel it into the healthy things, into the things that really don't make a big difference. Deal. David, what role does communication play in showing respect? Uh, you know, I think this is probably one of the biggest issues. Uh, you can have a dirty room. That's okay. You're keeping it. I don't have to sleep in there, so I don't have to smell it or anything like that. I get that. Communication is a little more delicate. How you respect your mom and dad, how we respect you. Uh, speak to that issue of how to create healthy ways uh, that our kids and we as parents should be communicating. Well, it's vitally important, Jim. Uh, to build respect. And you listening is so important as a parent. Children <laughs> are just like adults. They want to be understood. 
right? When they're yelling the head off and they're illogical and they're so, super emotional, that's hard to do. You want to say, be quiet. You're being disrespectful. We allow a certain amount of disrespect as long as there's an over-the-top, because especially a teenager, once they hit middle school, they're going to be so intense, and they're going to have bipolar swings, and they're not bipolar. It looks like it. And you've got to stand there and let them kind of talk it out. It's kind of like a pressure valve, isn't it? it because is. their brain, I mean, they're not fully formed. They're battling hormones and emotions, yeah. and it's just that right. to let that pressure out a little bit. That's a good way to look at it. It is. And, and, and you're going to be convenient. If you're safe and they, and they can do it with you, they can't do it with teachers or their friends or other people, neighbors, they do it with you. If you can allow that within reason, it lets the pressure out. Yeah. And you stage those conversations. You won't even have a response when they're talking. Now, there's some limitations here if they're name calling, if there's profanity. Okay, so there's limits where you, you will shut that down. But if they can maintain and even they're angry and you're just listening, reflecting a bit, and they blow it out, you'll say, okay, I've listened to you. You take a break at that point. They, they actually leave the situation because they're not ready to listen to you anyway. Even though they've calmed down later, 10 minutes, half an hour, you go to their room and say, okay, well, I listened to you and anything more you have to share. And then you can share a response. You have a better chance of having them listen to you. You know, so as we were listening to this, Danny, I was thinking about the time that one of my boys was, I don't know, 15. And he looked at, at Dina, my wife, and he said, can I dye my hair green? And she said, yeah. And he, he looked at her. He's, really? She said, yeah, I don't care. And he walked away. He never did dye his what hair green. What shade of green, right? I, I mean, yeah. She didn't make a big deal of it. She basically <laughs> just is like, yeah, if you want to have green hair, that's fine. I don't care. He could not really believe that was her response because I think sometimes kids are almost itching for a fight, right? Right. I mean, I mean that, that picture of mower, you know, just the haircut with green, you're... You're almost wanting, well, he yeah, did have a mohawk a mo- at one oh, okay. point, okay. and he had dreads <laughs> at one point. He he, ex- he still experiments with his hair, as a matter of fact. <laughs> uh, to to clarify, what we've been talking about today isn't um, suggesting that you, as mom or dad, let everything go by the wayside once your kids become teens. But there are some serious rebellious moments that you do want to pay attention to. Uh, Danny, what about those uh, minor rebellions? Can I? dye my hair green. I mean, how do we handle these things? That's a big word, rebellion, right? That it sometimes is. There's, it's a child just wanting to, or a teenager, a young adult wanting to assert who they are and what their interests are, their opinions. It's a great opportunity to learn where your teen is in their mindset and what they're wanting to pursue. It doesn't mean uh, that it's bad. We initially think, oh, that's bad because it's different yeah. than what we were wanting. Maybe understand it first. Why would you want to do that? It may not be full-blown rebellion. It might be just, hey, I'm trying to be me. Right, right. And, there, and it, it could be a, a mini rebellion, but is it really something that is faith rebellion? Is, is it a deep heart issue, or is it wanting to assert their independence, their autonomy, they're growing up, they want to try this? Is it going to be temporary? Usually it's a temporary thing, and they, they reset to the core of what you've been uh, building all along in your child. You know, as you're talking, I'm just thinking about all the stuff I've had to let go of as yes. a parent. I mean, m- my kids are almost all adults now. And there was a time when I had to really ask myself, what's that about? When I would say, you can't go to church dressed like that. And and it was like, well, why can't they go to church dressed like that? It's not offensive. It's just a mixing of colors and patterns that makes it look like I don't know how to dress my... Oh, 
I don't know, <laughs> right? So right. Uh, sometimes if these kids are challenging us or wanting to do something a little out of the box, it really is a moment for us as mom and dad to reflect on, oh, what's my part in all this, right? Right, and learn about your kid. Uh, your son or daughter uh, is is different. They're the unique person. And initially we think this structure has to be this way. Uh, the, the dressing uh, a certain way for church is a common one, hairdos. Uh, fashion is really one of the, the, the bigger ones that parents get hung up on when they don't really need to uh, in certain ways, especially if it's modest yeah. and it's, uh, it's just for you, it's reflecting something on you. So yeah, this is an opportunity for parents to enter uh, a special moment, a new chapter with their teens. Well, we hope that you've been encouraged by what you've heard today on the podcast and that you'll follow up by getting a copy of the book from Dr. David Clark called Parenting is Hard and Then You Die, a fun but honest look at raising kids of all ages right. And uh, that'll give you some good perspective on some of these issues and how to respond. And if you could make a donation today uh, to Focus on the Family of any amount, either a monthly pledge or one-time gift, we'll say thank you for being a part of the support team and making it possible for us to reach around the world with this kind of trusted biblical advice. Uh, We'll send a copy of the book to you as our thank you gift. And uh, you can find out more about the book and how to donate and help the ministry of Focus on the Family continue to expand. Uh, In the episode notes, we've got details, or call 800, the letter A in the word family. Next time, some practical tips to help your child find their strengths and excel in school. I'm John Fuller, and on behalf of Danny Huerta and the team, thanks for joining us today for the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. Find fun for your kids just a click away. And now, Adventures in Odyssey. The Adventures in Odyssey Club, where your 8- to 12-year-old can find trusted, faith-building entertainment in a safe online club. It features almost every episode ever, plus special monthly club-only episodes and content, and a Focus on the Family Clubhouse magazine subscription. Sign up today. Just go to aioclub.org radio.